0: Letter exposes bigoted, anti-liberty, and anti-life attitudes of leftists. In a Voice of the People letter appearing in Sunday's Chicago Tribune, Joanne Lee Frank of Clearwater, Florida, says the following, and I quote her, The bill passed in Alabama banning nearly all abortions smacks of contempt and misogynistic views toward women. Why else would so many white Republican male legislators willfully rule that women carry a fetus to full term in cases of rape and incest? Even if it is their religious belief, it has no business influencing the law. The attitude of the lawmakers is not only cruel and unjust, it's also sick and destructive. This stunning decision violates the constitutional protections guaranteed by Roe v. Wade. End quote. How does opposition to human slaughter, including the slaughter of about 440,000 female humans annually, constitute contempt and misogynistic views toward women? And are the 36% of women who oppose abortion in all or most cases, as revealed in a Pew Forum poll, guilty of contempt for women and misogyny? Frank asked why, quote, so many white Republican male legislators willfully rule that women carry a fetus to full term in cases of rape or incest, end quote. Well, that's an easy peasy question to answer. First, the voters in Alabama, including female voters, elected so many white Republican male legislators. Perhaps Alabama voters don't discriminate based on race, skin color, or sex. Perhaps they judge candidates for public office by the content of their character rather than the color of their skin or their unchosen biological sex. One presumes that these white Republican male legislators are carrying out the will of their constituents, including their diversely hued female constituents. Second, the white Republican male legislators, like humans of other colors and humans of the only other sex in our sexually dimorphic species, "...understand the scientific fact that the product of conception between two humans is a human, and that more developed humans have no moral right to exterminate less developed humans based on the evil actions of the biological fathers of those less developed humans. The decision of those lawmakers to protect the lives of humans in the womb is neither cruel, unjust, sick, nor destructive." It is the attitudes of people like Frank who have no regard for the dignity, worth, and rights of incipient human lives and who perversely call the slaughter of humans in the womb health care that are cruel, unjust, sick, and destructive, attitudes that result in the literal destruction of human life. Word to Frank, the Constitution says not one word about abortion. The Declaration of Independence does, however, say this. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Another word to Frank, the right to have our religious beliefs influence political decisions and the law is guaranteed by the First Amendment. The First Amendment prohibits the establishment of a state religion. It does not prohibit citizens of faith from having their religious beliefs inform political decisions. I would add, parenthetically, that no progressive ever tells homosexuals who attend heretical churches that it is constitutionally impermissible for their religious beliefs about homosexuality to influence law or public policy. Perhaps Frank doesn't know that Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. said this in his letter from Birmingham Jail, and I quote, How does one determine whether a law is just or unjust? A just law is a man-made code that squares with the moral law or the law of God, end quote. The idea of a separation of church and state no longer points to the importance of protecting religious freedom from the intrusive power of the state, but instead refers to coercively eradicating religious expression from the public square. Only secular worldviews, which are shaped by myopic, dogmatic, unproved assumptions, will be tolerated. You know, the kind of assumptions that secularists argue religious worldviews represent. Such a distortion of the idea of a separation of church and state poses a danger not just to people of faith, but to the welfare of the nation, Can anyone look honestly at the state of the culture and reasonably argue that American society has benefited from six decades of cultural divestment of religious influence? People from diverse faith traditions and no faith could all arrive at the same position on a particular public policy. For example, although Orthodox Jews, Muslims, Catholics, Baptists, and Atheists may all oppose abortion because they value human life, the reasons for that valuation of life differ. If there is a secular purpose for the law, for example, to protect incipient human life, then voting for it does not violate the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment. The source of the various parties' desires to protect incipient life is no business of the government. It would be not only absurd, but also unethical for the government to try to ascertain the motives and beliefs behind anyone's opposition to abortion, and equally unethical for the government to assert that only those who have no religious faith may vote on abortion laws. Such an assertion would most assuredly violate the Free Exercise Clause of the First Amendment. Moreover, lawmaking, absent an understanding that there exist moral truths that are objective and universal— would represent an illegitimate and hubristic arrogation of power, acknowledging that there is objective truth regarding what is right and wrong, and that it is universal and knowable, is essential to democratic institutions. What sense does outrage at human rights violations make if we assert that there are no universal, transcendent, eternal, objective truths, And if we agree that these truths exist, that they transcend the subjective opinions of any particular individual, then what is their source other than a supernatural, eternal, transcendent being? I guess Joanne Lee Frank believes the exercise of raw governmental power and control over the lives of its citizens, absent any acknowledgement of objective moral truth, is a good thing. Others tremble at such an idea.